0: Welcome to the Healing Circle Podcast, where we talk about everything mental health, faith, and relationships. Though this show is hosted by a licensed therapist, that's me, Kobe, I am not your therapist. These amazing conversations are meant to provide psychoeducation and start some good conversation, but they're not meant to be a substitute for real therapy services. We're excited to learn, grow, and talk with you guys. So let's jump into today's episode. Hey everyone, I'm Kobe and welcome back to the Healing Circle Podcast. I, a licensed trauma therapist, answer your questions about really anything. You can submit your questions via a Google form that's in the show notes or calling in if you're brave and the phone number is in the show notes as well. We're going to jump right into it today and today's listener... Is someone who wrote in so I'm going to read this is a little bit long and I do want to give a trigger warning for suicide and self-harm if any of you are triggered by that this may be a hard story to listen to dear Kobe I struggle really bad with abandonment issues and thoughts of suicide I was given up to the foster care system when I was 14 and have never felt like I belonged to anything I aged out when I was 18 and have yet to have a family or anyone of my own. How do you remind yourself that you're good enough and not just someone's trash? Mm. I start to get close to someone and then I'm frustrated. It's all going to crumble. Or I'm hurt by the smallest comments. For example, when introduced and someone says, this is just my friend blank, people say, oh, I thought you guys were sisters. And I'm still just the friend. I want to matter to something. I want to not feel like trash. I want to feel like if I was gone one day that I made a difference or at least one person wanted me around. Please help. I want to just sit with that for a second. When I got that um, that submission, it was a reminder to me that, one, we are all really, really, really hurting. It was also a reminder that To be honest, I don't think we all have the answers. I thought to myself, like, okay, Kobe, what are you gonna say? What are you gonna say? What's your answer? I don't, I don't have an answer. I don't I there are no words that can that can take away the weight of such loneliness. And Abandonment and pain and hurt. And so, what I can say is that you're seen here, even though we don't know who you are, you're seen and your story is seen. And I and I know many other listeners hurt for and with you. For those of you who don't know, um, I had my own suicide attempt in 2013. That was long before I was a therapist and long before I even knew I was going to be in this field. And I think that sometimes we miss how weary people get before they decide to make that decision. We often conflate being sad with suicidality like oh they're really really sad they might do something I actually think the number one sign of suicide is exhaustion is saying I am so so tired I want to say to anyone who's listening if you are thinking about hurting yourself harming yourself taking your life that there are resources in the show note right now that you can go to you can scroll to and click to there's a hotline that you can call um, a chat line that you can connect with other people on i also want to let you know that your life matters and that you are loved and i know not everyone on this podcast is a believer not every person subscribes to christianity but The only reason why I didn't take my life is because I felt like God wanted me. I got introduced to the idea that God wanted me. (laughs) I was like, there's something out there that wants me here. And so whoever you are, listener, I want you to know there's something out there that wants you here. There's a God out there that wants you here. We want you here. I want you here. Um... The idea of not having a family, that was something that came up in this that really touched my heart is something that I think I love about the gospel. You may not be a believer, but in Jesus, you do have a family. In Jesus, you are adopted into a family that loves you and wants you and cares for you and no not all christians do a great job of being kind and loving but i'm telling you there's a squad of us that will pull up for you at any second at any second at any moment all my friends are probably laughing because they know i'm a crier to me you are a sister to me you are a sister so you have a sister in me You have a sister, and all the people who are listening, all the people who are right now moved by this, all the people who are right now praying for you and lifting your name to God for covering and provision. If you don't have resources for counseling and you want to reach out, please let me know. I will find you resources. I will find you resources because your life matters. Your life matters. And if you are gone, the world would notice, even if you don't feel like it. Because I promise your vulnerability of being able to write out those words is touching someone who feels the exact same way. Someone who's been in foster care someone who's been through the system and hasn't been adopted, someone who doesn't have a family, someone who wonders if their life matters and didn't have the ability, the strength to, to speak up and say something about it. You are speaking up for hundreds and thousands of people who don't have the language. And so your vulnerability is already made uh, a stamp on this world. Your vulnerability has already made a stamp on this world. Jesus, I don't know who this person is, but you know, you've known before they even said a single thing, before they got the courage to type this up, God, you know exactly who this is. You know exactly how heavy the weights of their hearts are. You know exactly how many tears they've cried, how many nights they've wondered if life is worth living, God. And you were there every single moment. Show them and let them see that, God. Let them experience your spirit, your presence, your kindness, your love, all the things that made me want to live again, all the things that made me feel like life was something that I could try to do again. Let that be reflected and mirrored and echoed in their story. God, you are good and you are mighty and you are kind and you often are nothing like a lot of the people who say they represent you, God. Let that person experience you and you alone. You and you alone. Let them know that they got a squad of people willing to pull up and pray. Let them know that they got a squad of people who are willing to show up for them. Strangers on the internet who will show up for them because we know that they have worth and we love them even though we don't know them. So God, would you bring peace in ways that we can't to that person? Would you bring strength? Would you bring joy? Would this be a marker in a redemption story of hardship and sadness? Do what only you can do, God. In Jesus' name, amen. I know a lot of you guys uh, may not be religious or may not ascribe to any specific religion. Um, and that's okay. I serve everyone. I accept everyone. I truly mean that. <laughs> Um, but I know I have to be true to who I am and I have to be true to what God has done for my life. When I tried to commit suicide, one of my like weirdo Christian friends who happens to be my brother-in-law today, long story, one of my weirdo Christian friends called me. I'd like pop some perks, taking some vodka when my weirdo Christian friends was like, hey, I was praying and God told me that you drink some vodka and pop some perks. And I was like, hmm? And I I convinced myself, you know what, Kobe, you're high. You don't know what you're talking about. This is not happening. And all night I tried to turn my phone off and just go to sleep. I was just tired, tired of life. Didn't want to do it anymore. And that person kept texting me. And I didn't really know what I believed about certain things. And I didn't really like agree with all the Christian views of all the people around me. But I did know that there was a God who was bigger than me, who saw me. That's what I knew. And that's what I said yes to. That's what I said yes to. And so I can't extract God out of my story. That's how I got here. that's how I got here now some people may say me and see me and say I'm not Christian enough I'm okay with that some people may see me and say I'm too Christian I'm okay with that God knows me God loves me I was at a place where I didn't even want to live anymore and there was no person who could stop me but God showed up and that was the first time I ever felt the weight of true love and if that's you listening, uh, who feels that too, whether you wrote this or, or whether these words just resonate with you, there's a God out there who loves you as you are, not as you should be. There's a God out there who loves you. Whether you believe in the God that I believe in or not, it is pretty key there are lots of studies that show it's pretty key for us to have something to hope in for our mental health because when we have nothing to hope in that's when we're hopeless whatever you hope in my desire for you is that it gives you enough hope that you want to keep living because not only should you just not hurt yourself or or not leave we want you here you deserve to live. You deserve to be loved. <sighs> so thank you guys for listening in today. Thank you for whoever wrote this. Thank you guys for just accepting me and seeing me as I am and all the the, the nuances of, of what I bring to this table and to this podcast. So I want to say this. I still got to do something that I'm loving because I want to make sure that we remember that we can laugh and cry together. We can celebrate and we can mourn together. And I want to make sure that this podcast is the place for that. The tongue, guys, why is it tied up? Why is it tied up? Okay, things I am loving. (sighs) You know what? I'm loving the internet. I know that sounds off. But things like this, and my Instagram, where I feel like I've been become like a lot more connected to people, I'm realizing how many people are longing for like real connection. I'm realizing that, and how it feels like real connection can't happen over the internet or over sound waves on podcasts, but it really can. It can happen, and I'm loving the way that I feel connected to you guys so. If you want to connect to me, follow me on Instagram. That's at Kobe Campbell underscore that'll be in the show notes. And I will talk to you guys later. Don't forget to check the show notes for resources if you're struggling with your mental and emotional health. I'll also be sure to put some links to some affordable mental health resources. Also, if you need resource. I may, by the time this came out, have already done my intensive. If I have, another one's coming. Make sure to keep your eyes peeled. Join the email list so you can know and get the resources and we can connect even further. You guys, I love you until the circle comes back around. Bye guys.